Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max powertrain on limited and platinum trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome to Good Morning Football, presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky, live in New York City. It's Wednesday, December 6th. I'm Jamie Erdahl. There's Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, and Jason McCourty. During Whiteboard Wednesday, we had a question, scariest amusement park experience you've ever been on. Any team make you make that face down the stretch, just like they absolutely terrify you? Yeah, the team that terrifies me is 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 the Panthers, that they're going to mess around and win a game, and the Bears are going to lose their number one pick. And you know who's going to get the number one pick? Bill Belichick. That's what's going to happen. Oh, That's the team say that the terrifies Patriots me. Ooh. Patriots, well, yeah. I'm going to be watching them tomorrow night. That's going to be some contest. Not the right? angle I thought you were going to go with, but uh, I like it. That's uh, what I'm here for, Jamie. Uh, yeah, <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, Drop like a when you do that, that's <laughs> the face I make. Time for the lead block. <laughs> All right, speaking of other scary teams, perhaps in a different interpretation, it's a tight race in the AFC heading into week 14. Two wins separate the eight seed and the one seed. I'll tell it again. Two wins, because the Texans are seven and five in the lurking eight seed, and the Dolphins are nine and three. This playoff picture could be uh, awesome, crazy, different, scary after this weekend. For now, the Dolphins hold that top spot. And Mike McDaniel was asked for his reaction to that real estate yesterday. Call me when it's a 13-game season, and I'll be excited to talk about the next game. That's cool to know. It's always cool to know that you are, are doing well re- relative to your peers. But I think when you start focusing on, all right, a group of games or we go this or, you know, there's no, the only reason why we're nine and three is because we haven't penciled in any of the wins that people have told us to pencil in. So my reaction to it is, oh, um, but irrelevant and um, erroneous for what's the most important thing. And that's a game that will be played this, this week on national television. 
Irrelevant, erroneous. You got anything else you wanted to check off the list there? Miami is the one seed ahead of some major juggernauts in their conference, specifically the reigning Super Bowl champions in the Kansas City Chiefs. So do you consider the Dolphins the scariest team right now, Peter, in the AFC? Yes, I do. I do. I watched them Sunday against the Commanders, mm -hmm. and I don't know what NFL team is stopping that when it's working on all cylinders, and then the defense is that suffocating too. I go back to Monday's show. We came in here. I referenced a gentleman named Ian Berger. He's Big E on Twitter. He's a diehard Dolphins fan. He's been nominated for the Dolphins Fan of the Year before. And I said that his take on Twitter was that, hey, let's take a, forget everything else. Let's take a moment and enjoy this. Enjoy. We're the number one seed. And the amount of follow-up tweets are all people being like, it's been 21 years since we had the one seed past Thanksgiving. Mm. Or it's been 20 years since we've had a home playoff game. I go all the way back to Jay Fielder. I go all the way back to Marino. I go all the way back to Greasy. Dolphins fans are enjoying the moment. There's this other side of Dolphins Twitter where it's nobody respects us. Mm -hmm. Nobody respects us. Mm -hmm. They still don't respect us. Let's take a name of all two as haters. And that's probably the predominant point. You're not going to get the respect. You're not. Look at the schedule coming up here for the Dolphins. It's not going to happen over the next few yeah. weeks. If you beat the Titans, no one's going to say, oh, the Dolphins are the team. It means nothing because people want to see you beat the big boys. They beat the Jets. Big deal. Okay. The only Man. matters what happens big boys. there at the end. Yeah. Cowboys, Ravens, Bills. The Bills could very well be fighting for their playoff lives and doing it in Miami where they lost last year and there was issues with the field and yeah. Josh Allen and Christian Wilkins had their stuff. Cowboys, Ravens, Bills. That's massive, 17. Yeah, Can you imagine that's your final three weeks? So to Mike McDaniel's point, nothing, week 13, great, we're number one. Like, it could all change, yes. We're going to get respect if we beat those teams. Then we're going to come into the playoffs with a hot team. If you don't, it's all those haters online, all those people questioning, all those people who pick apart the Dolphins and say, who have they beaten? There's fuel to their fire. So you've got these three games that are coming up. No, we don't want to lose any. We don't have a look ahead. Like, you'll beat the Titans. You'll beat the Jets. But if you want the respect going into the playoffs, you're going to have to beat at least two of those teams. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to take care of two of those teams. Maybe even just one of them. Mm -hmm. um, I, I side with Ian, Big E, and I think that it's fair to say, hey, let's enjoy this moment. But there is something to what the haters are saying, and it's like they haven't beaten anybody of worth yet. Fair. That's okay. Go do it. Mm -hmm. And then we're talking. But are they the most dangerous team right now? Yeah, that what I saw on Sunday is is crazy, and they just keep on coming, and they're healthier than ever before. Mm -hmm. mm. So I thought Big E was the guy on the Eagles sideline who was, Big Dom. Oh, Big Dom. <laughs> that's so I, Ian, Big E is Ian, and that's how you spell his name is what? It's Big E, like six nine three or something, but he is a presence online, and okay. he's one of their diehard fans. All right. Okay. Should we start calling Ian Rappaport Big E? Right. <laughs> I love it. that those are all the follow-up questions to everything you yeah. just said. <laughs> Schedule talk, the yeah. offense being explosive. Yeah. He's a big dog. So Big E was a... Big um, E's that, with a, a voice of the people, right? He's a voice of the Dolphins fan. I like that, too. I Listen, I think they are the scariest team. Are they the best? I don't know. But I, their, their speed is is so terrifying. And we, we showed the next-gen stats of all the top uh, runs this year that they've had. I just think that what's, what's so terrifying about them is that someone like Raheem Mostert is like way below the fold in what they're doing. Yeah. Who's leading the league in rushing touchdowns? It's McCaffrey, I'm sure, or Jalen Hurts. Bring it up. Like those guys score every single week. No, it's Raheem Mostert. He has 14 rushing touchdowns. Guys, he's going to flirt with 20 this year. Mm. When you get into 20, you're in the category with Emmett and Ladanian and Riggins and Priest. And here's the cool thing about Raheem Mostert and everything he's doing. I saw this from the NFL and CBS. They put it on social. Raheem Mostert is the same age as Le'Veon Bell. He's older than Melvin Gordon. Wow. 
He's two years older than Todd Gurley. He's oh three years older than Ezekiel Elliott. And he's four years older than Joe Mixon. I love that. And he's going to lead the league in rushing touchdowns. Now, we got guys, for one reason or another, who not only are not in the football anymore, they haven't been in football for years. They haven't pr been productive in football for even longer than that. And Raheem Mostert is flying at 22 miles an hour through the next-gen stats. And he is somehow story seven, not on the Dolphins' team, but on the Dolphins' offense. Right. It is that is how loaded they are, how fast they are, how scary they are. There are teams that maybe they're more physical than the Dolphins. Maybe they have beaten better teams. I am so terrified and sick to myself if I'm a defensive player showing up because a lot of teams could beat you with their offense. Yeah. The Dolphins can completely humiliate you. Ask the Commanders last week. It was 31 points at halftime. Let's go home. I think they are the scariest. We'll find out if they're the best. Does that stuff work in January? Like, I, I think the greatest show on turf was indoors, and they were able to, mm -hmm. like, do it. But even in January, they weren't scoring 55 What if you're January at home in Florida? I was about to say that. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if, if after 18 weeks of it, the speeds are, it's like, no. speed like a September-October thing. You oh, tell me, Jack. Yeah. As, as the season goes on, it is a lot harder to run faster when it's eight degrees outside. But to your point, they're flirting with the number one seed. Yeah. So they're not going to Buffalo. Like that's not going to happen. You get the number one seed. You went out throughout the AFC Super Bowls in Vegas. Like uh, you can look indoors. at it and say, hey, you can be indoors for the Super Bowl. And to your point, you talk about this offense and you talk about being point. scared. You might have to go to cold weather once. Yeah. You, you, you may not. If you can get this one seed, and you're talking about Florida, those last Florida, three games, Florida, Nevada. they're going to tell. They're going yeah. to tell it all. And yes, you'd be. You would get not a wink of sleep preparing for this. Miami Dolphins offense. And you've mentioned Tyreek Hill, Raheem Mostert, and all of these guys. And we haven't even said Tua Tungavailoa, who's absolutely been balling, getting the ball out to all of those guys. I want to just make a case and talk about when you say fear, and you start to say that was in the game of football. When I hear fear, I think about defense. And I think about somebody smacking somebody coming across the middle and having that fear of somebody hitting your quarterback. And the Ravens defense has that fear to it. You look at some of the numbers that they have so far this year and the way that they play a game and the things that they say. I remember Roquan Smith, they were going to Cleveland, and he said, we're going to Cleveland to whoop their butts in front of their wives and kids. <laughs> when you hear things like that, that puts fear in you. When their pass game coordinator, Chris Hewitt, is talking about Kyle Hamilton and says, don't let the baby face fool you. He will rip your face off. <laughs> That's what I want to hear when I'm talking about a defense coming in to absolutely whoop you. And they get after the quarterback. They're leading the NFL in sacks. And there's been 14 different players who all have a sack on that defense. So, yes, you guys are absolutely right. If you're talking about fear and being scared, that Miami Dolphins has you absolutely terrified getting prepared for them on any given day that you're going to play them Thursday through Monday. But this Ravens defense has some fear in it in itself with Mike McDonald calling that defense and the way they blitz and they come at you from all different angles where Kyle Hamilton lines up on the field. There's not a ton of all pros on their team. It's Roquan Smith, Marlon Humphrey has been it. Jadavion Clowney was a pro, like a Pro Bowl like in 2018. He might be this and, year. And he might be this year because yeah. he's balling. They bring Van Noy in late in the season. So this defense is very fearful as well, but it's just hard to go against that Miami Dolphins offense. Can I get a standby on this question until we see the Ravens play again? Uh, they they just came off a bye, and I feel like it's been a month since I watched the Baltimore Ravens play. But last they left us, they had beat up on the Seahawks. They had beat up on the Lions. 
The Ravens' offense was also clicking as well, despite having a tough start to their season. Now, my issue, and I am going to qualify the Ravens as this one of the scariest teams, if not the in the yeah. AFC right now, because of the way their defense is playing, coupled with the offense. What's also scary for the Ravens, though, is the absence of Mark Andrews down the yeah. stretch. I think this is a very significant injury to this tight end, who has accounted for the most touchdowns on this team so far this season. He is Lamar Jackson's factually his favorite target. Since entering the lead, Mark Andrews has only missed seven games with the Ravens since he was drafted in 2018. He is a workhorse, not only for the Ravens offense, but for Lamar Jackson. He has caught 33 of Lamar Jackson's career touchdowns. It, it, it's a la, you know, Gronk, whatever team Gronk was on. It's Travis Kelsey. It's, he is such a force and a figure, and their friendship and their relatability and the way they communicate, I think, was helpful, too, for Lamar Jackson on the sideline. So how this looks for the Ravens, I just want to wait and see what they look like against the Rams this weekend because I thought they were right there before they hit the bye, before they suffered this injury with Andrews. But if they can mm -hmm. come out of the bye – and be down the stretch yeah. because he could return in January if they really want him to coming off IR. If the Ravens can handle their business, I think the couple of the offense and yeah. the defense in Baltimore is very, very frightening. Isaiah Likely, let's go. Exactly. The number 24 mm. Jadavian Clowney experience is scary as well. Let's keep it at the top of the AFC. Scarier player right now. Is it Tyreek? Or is it Lamar Jackson? Lamar is as scary as they come as that quarterback position, but how could you say anybody other than Tyreek yeah. Hill right now? The way he's running by people, catching touchdown passes. We say it each and every week. We see him getting a 50-plus yard touchdown pass, and you assume when they come in to play a team that you're going to say, hey, when number 10 comes to the side, just back up. Let him catch the ball in front of you, and we'll find a way to get him on the ground. Nope. You turn the TV on on a Sunday, and there he is running by somebody, staying away from throwing up the peace sign, coming up with other celebrations, <laughs> but still... As electric as they come, Tyreek Hill, you have to go with him as scary as Can he do the peace sign as long as it's not in the player's face? Can he I, do I, it I, running I, away? I believe so. It's like when Matumbo used to wag the finger, you can do it to the crowd. Yeah. I like the peace sign. I want him to do it in front of him, but when he does it. it the, the thing with Tyreek at this point, it's getting to the, we're almost like an honor to be beaten by Tyreek. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no shame. Everyone's doing it. It's not like, oh, you got torched. Yeah, I know, it's Tyreek. Lamar is like Lamar could injure you. Like he, I've seen him shake guys so badly. <laughs> Tyreek's gonna just run by you and is gonna score. And oh well, I'm still afraid of Lamar because first of all, he's gonna get way more opportunities. I know he still has that shake and that spin. I still think it's I still think it's Lamar. I mean, it's really close. I can make a case for you. What do you think, Peter? You know, the Dolphins were eight and three last year, and then they lost a couple games, and Tua got hurt, and yeah. the whole thing fell apart. Lamar didn't even play in the final two months. I'm just happy we're talking about these guys right oh. now. Like, I am so happy, and I'm going to go off the grid. Okay. I'm still scared of Mahomes. I still think that when Why? it... Why? Really? Peter, against, you when picked the against chips them last week, right. and you still did it. You're looking at this. I think the dismissal of the Chiefs in this conversation, oh. as scariest team, and Mahomes, what he's done, he's the reigning MVP. When he gets the ball with two minutes left, he will gut you. I don't know if these two guys are going to gut you. Mahomes will gut you. I'm going to go Mahomes. Who's he going to gut you with? with? You think? Yeah. You go. Find a way. Peter, yeah, is, last year. Yeah. You're right. I've been curious about this for you, Peter. Uh, on Monday morning, we all ranked our top four teams in the NFL, and the Chiefs were ceremoniously mm -hmm. left off all four of our boards. Coming off a loss. Coming yeah. off a loss. And a loss in which Peter predicted that the mm -hmm. Packers were going to beat him. Are you feeling uh, remorse or guilt or f uh, fear, essentially, that like yeah. the Chiefs are hearing this, that they're not playing? 
like like they're going to just bounce back. Chiefs are going to have a harder path this year than they've had. I don't okay. think they're going to have the number one seed. I yeah. really mm. don't. I think it's going to go a different way. And yet, Can we unpack something? And yet I would never. You and Doug. Doubt them all. But what if you, the, in, the, in the history, you go back a couple years and you talk to Brett Veach and Andy Reid. Should they have kept Tyreek? Like, should they have found a way to keep him and pay him all the money in the world? And like, I'd say, I'd say they would say we won a Super Bowl last yeah. year. They did. That's the ultimate goal. Yeah, they did. That's true. Mm. And I don't know if you could pay everyone else. I don't but know if you could pay Mahomes. I don't know if you could yeah. pay Kelsey. I don't know if you could pay Chris Jones. I don't know if you could pay all the guys. It's just weird to see them struggle with weapons. It's also and an then interesting you have dynamic. This guy. They all still love Tyreek. You saw it yeah. in London, yeah. Yeah. Germany, yeah. that the conversation yeah. was like, what are they talking they, about? They love Tyreek, and I think yeah. Tyreek loves the Chiefs guys. It just, mm. It's just a financial yeah. thing. And you know what? He's been worth every single well, cent. Miami. Yep. Yeah. Right, absolutely. That was another great moment from Hard Knocks was uh, he ran the wrong yeah. route, and Tua yeah. was like, what route are you running? I'm like, what do you yeah. care? You've got a touchdown. It doesn't matter. <laughs> that was a peace sign. Right, exactly. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's really good? Creighton, you don't watch Creighton. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shane and the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team that cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You see the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey guys, Rob Parker here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like the rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with the new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a Toyota truck you buy Toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com Toyota, let's go places Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years have a plan and know the game Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Good 
NFL history, we've seen backup quarterbacks come and go. Some force into action due to injury, some decision-making tree, but they've done remarkable things. If there's a silver lining to being uh, a starter, it's that if you can't play for one reason or another, you hope that your team has a guy that can come in and take care of business, but at the simultaneously not take your job. Each one of these moving forward, quarterbacks, they have been, they started week one for their team and now week 14. Potentially, if you look at the Vikings, for example, we're not sure. It should be announced later today if it's Josh Jobs or Jaron Hall. Okay, so that's a lot. At this point, Kyle, you've said a lot of times, I don't want to see this guy. I don't want to see that guy. Kyle, you have to try the backup quarterback sweatshirt on for size. It's inevitable at this point. Jake Browning one fit perfectly. Right. Beautiful. Snug. Yeah, it's good. (laughs) Joe Burrow's pretty expensive. I don't know. know. Okay, you guys have to pick now, though. Which backup quarterback do you think, now moving into a starting role, could have a magical finish to their season? Are we not in on Minshew yet? Like, I feel like Anthony Richardson was was 20 years ago because of the Minshew mania. They've won four straight games that team is looking red hot and what I loved about Minshew on Sunday is that they were down in that game and they had to come back in that game and they had to do it on the road in that game and then you're watching it and you're like okay so no Jonathan Taylor the owner is making comments publicly that and who knows what's going on over there and then you've got this rookie coach you've got first year guys everywhere and Minshew's like the calming presence like don't worry. On Sunday, there's football to play, and I've done it, and I'll get it done. Also, they cut the leader of their defense, right? Shaq Leonard was <laughs> on the least two weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> Minshew's been awesome. And we see the Nick Foles footage, and you see the Jeff Hostetler footage, and you're like, Super Bowl? Really, Schrager? Like, come on. Don't try to just... Anything is possible. If you told me Nick Foles replacing Carson Wentz after he tore up his knee in L.A. was going to take the Eagles to the Super Bowl and beat Matt Ryan in the playoffs and then beat the Vikings in the playoffs and then beat Tom Brady in the playoffs, I would have said you're crazy. Anything is possible except for Mariota leading the Eagles to the Super Bowl. That's (laughs) Mariota playing this week. Uh, Minshew, to me, uh, is the one look on that thing where it's like, all right, He's done it for Jacksonville in regular season games. He was with the Eagles last year, so he saw what a playoff run is like. And he's been magical this season. Why is it so crazy to think that the Colts can win their division and then maybe host a playoff game and then catch lightning in a bottle? If you want to see the Minshew effect, you can watch it in all 22 and check the PFF. Or you can watch the locker room afterward. They love him. They love him, and they're playing for him. And he was – look, they signed him before they drafted Richardson. So – they signed him, and he had to handle that with humility and with maturity. And it's like, I'm going to be a starting quarterback in the league. No, actually, I'm going to be the backup again. That's what my role is. And then he stepped right in, and there's no complaints. He's been wonderful. So to me, Minshew of all these names is the most realistic. Is it the most fun? Is it the sexiest? I don't know. Realistically, the Colts are a player. It's definitely the most realistic. And it's funny because you show him dancing. And I remember talking to Jonathan Taylor in Germany about Minshew. And he was like, he's himself all the time. He said he comes to the huddle and he'll crack a joke just to get everybody comfortable. And Minshew is the obvious answer. And I'm going to zag a little bit. I'm going to make my case for Joe Flacco with oh, the Browns. Okay. I, on, loved, I loved Jake Browning and that experience on Monday. But you look at the Bengals. They're in the 10th spot. Can he be able to pull them up through all those teams that that are in front of him. For the Browns and their defense and where they already sit, Joe Flacco, he can come in and possibly do just enough. He has some good throws in that game early on against the Rams. Yes, you look at the score and it seems that it was a worse game than what it actually was. They were in that game till the end and the Rams got some scores late in that one. But you look at what is going to be asked of Joe Flacco. We watched a rookie and DTR get in there and be able to win a game. We watched P.J. Walker get in there and win a game. The Browns have been able to do this for a large part of the season without Deshaun Watson as he's been dealing with injury after injury. Now that he's out for the year, 
Baker. I think they brought Flacco in for a reason, and they believe that he can run their system, not turn the ball over like he did late in that game, throwing up to John Johnson, but do just enough to let the defense go out there and provide and do the things they do to keep a team with short. And he can make a deep throw here and there, hand the ball off, and be able to run it. To Shrake's point, I think Minshew is the realistic, and it's just like, yeah, but what we've seen so far this year, that's what we expect of Minshew, so the magic really isn't there. What we saw Flacco last year with the Jets, and now him being signed late, to me, that is true magic, where you're like, how the hell did this happen? I don't know where his hands were, where he, how he pulled his hat out of the, the rabbit out of the hat, but somehow he was able to do it, so I'm making my case for old Joe Flacco. No, Joe Flacco would be really fun. Uh, Minshew would be really fun. Sometimes the backups are fun, you know, I, as much as I whine about Coming it. around. Uh, Trying. I have no other choice. This is where we are. It's backup year. Uh, this NFC South sitting there, and you have the Saints, who have lost three games in a row. It kind of feels like the season's getting away from them. Now you have Derek Carr. He's in the protocol for the second time this this year. He's got a ribish injury, and for some, somehow he's the second most interesting story coming from the Carr family this week. What's the What's that third Carr brother's name? What's that? Darren. I need Darren in. I need I need all okay. hands on deck. I know. I like Darren. So I'm thinking about it. Like I, I like to look ahead to 2024 of like. The TV shows that are returning, like Grey's is coming back still. There's a Walking Dead is coming back. And yet the most action-packed, funniest TV show in all the world is the Jameis Winston show. And I think it might be coming. If we get Jameis this weekend, lights up, baby. I, I can already tell you what it's going to be. It it's, it's They're playing the Panthers. He's going to throw for 273. He's going to have two touchdowns, two interceptions, and a fumble. And they'll be right in the game at the end of it. If the Saints are circling the drain, and I hope they're not. They're, they're, they're right now, they're five and seven, I think. If they're going to do it, I want to go with Jameis. I, I want the show. I want the entertainment. The Derek Carr thing has not been good. We've, we know he has a lot of, hasn't had the right help in certain places, but I can't wait. And I'll say it again. The most exciting player in all of football, better than Tyreek, better than Mahomes, <laughs> in terms of pure entertainment, it's usually not great. It's sometimes pretty good. It's never boring. I would like to watch Jameis Winston play football. He's enter more entertaining on the sideline than most quarterbacks are under center. I like so I think we're going to get him this weekend. It's going to be Jameis versus the Panthers in the Dome. I'm here for Did it. Did you see him rapping to Ludacris? Yes, yeah. I saw it. Derek Carr is looking at his Microsoft service, like trying to figure out the defense, and Jameis is just <laughs> spitting lyrics, basically in his face. Mm. That's what we like. Get I want going. some of that. Yeah, Jameis get him going. Is the kid that comes into the back of your Zoom meeting, like when you're on television Great. and you're just like, like, Dad, 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 I need something. I need something. You're like, get out of here. Yeah. I told you I need six minutes. And normally, what you're saying isn't interesting. The kid's more interesting and exactly. more fun. Get the hell That's off. That's exactly Believe right. Me, I know. Um, Jason, you said. That if Joe Flacco could, quote, possibly do just enough for that's the Cleveland Browns, <laughs> that's all that's you need to do. So I need the question marks on that screen to possibly do just enough for the Minnesota Vikings. Because maybe the magic doesn't necessarily have to do with just the backup quarterback and what the team could accomplish down the stretch. Because the Vikings, I think, could be ready to pounce. And who it is, whether it be Jaron Hall, Josh Dobbs, or Nick Mullins, remains to be seen. The Vikings are reportedly going to announce their starter going into this weekend. But a la what we saw Monday night for Jamar Chase doing the treatment for Jake Browning, mm -hmm. you're getting Justin Jefferson back. You're playing the Lions two of your last three weeks of the season. You could sweep them. You could potentially sweep them at this point. That's bad, though, right? they got to play the Lions twice. That, well, you it know? depends on if, how the Lions are playing, and the it depends on if you have a magical backup quarterback situation yeah. happening when you get Justin Jefferson back. If the playoffs were to start today, the Vikings would then play the Lions a third time. That mm. would be a three-time mm -hmm. Lions-Vikings matchup in four weeks. Yeah. I don't know who wouldn't want that matchup over and over and over again, but 
I'm going to go magical backup quarterback situation for the one team on the screen that has only question marks. Magical on. mm-hmm. question marks. Mm-hmm. Magical question marks, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, that segment was magical. The AFC South ha- has had their share of quarterback changes so far this season. We saw Anthony Richardson really celebrating Gardner Minshew and his danceability in the locker room. Yeah, he liked room. it. Um, the Titans turned to Will Levis in mid-October. Trevor Lawrence went down on Monday night. Not sure about the future there in the next couple weeks. Houston, the only team with their week one starter, the rookie, C.J. Stroud, heading into week 14. How do we see this shaking out, Peter, for the rest of the regular season? I find Indy to be interesting. I mentioned that already. The Jaguars are the biggest wild card because we were talking about Jaguars as a potential one seed. Mm-hmm. C.J. Beathard's played a lot of football in this league. C.J. Beathard is a fine backup quarterback, but C.J. Beathard is not Trevor Lawrence. How long is Trevor going to be out is key. And also, can Beathard keep them afloat while he's out? This is such a fun division when before the season and you were like, give me you know, TV death. It's talk about the AFC South for 12 minutes. No, that's but, the NFC no, South. That's the NFC South. Ew. But in this case, it's like, wait, this suddenly got wide open. And I look at it, and it's all these different things. And the one constant, like the one guy that is just – is the rookie. Mm-hmm. Stroud has been awesome. Mm-hmm. And they lost Tank Dell. He still was awesome. They lost Dalton Schultz. Yep. He still was awesome. It's the best story going in sports in that C.J. Stroud has emerged as not only one of the best young quarterbacks, as one of the best quarterbacks yeah. in the league, and maybe the most consistent. The numbers bear out. He is that guy. Can they sneak into the playoffs? We'll see. Can they win the division? That's asking a lot. But it's not crazy with two backup quarterbacks in front of them. Yeah, it's not crazy at all. And what's fascinating about this division is you said it. We weren't didn't have high hopes, but now you look at it, and I feel like these two are the front runners when it comes to the Colts and the Texans for Coach of the Year with Shane Steichen and D'Amico Ryan. You're right. So you're looking at it, and you're saying, all right, we had Jacksonville winning this division. They're gone. And now if Houston or Indianapolis can go on and take over and win the AFC South, I think we're looking at the Coach of the Year. So the way these two teams have played with two guys that have come in, first-time head coaches for their teams, and now they have both of them in the playoffs or contending for the playoffs, I think is a fascinating thing. And to your point for Shane Syking, Anthony Richardson goes down, and it's been Gardner Minshew, mm-hmm. and then C.J. Stroud goes behind Bryce Young, and Carolina's dealing with their things. And D'Amico Ryans has taken this young team, and they've just been firing on all cylinders throughout this season. So this is going to be a fun division to see the way it ends. Who's your coach of the year if to vote right now? Yeah, Steichen or Ryan? Where are you going? I'm probably going Shane Steichen because of the quarterback situation. Wow. Oh. I am too. I, and he's the come running coach now. Who Like, we put this to bed. It was, it was D'Amico a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Just like CJ's Offensive Rookie of the Year. But the Steichen thing has been awesome because Houston, they, they got lucky. They landed on this really good uh, young quarterback and he just worked from the get-go. The whole Colts plan was destroyed in five seconds that was the deal and he still made it work and also like I think D'Amico had this cool factor about him he had the respect of being the player and the coordinator I mean Steichen has a great career and everything but he was looked at as like who is Shane Steichen (laughs) and now he's pretty badass if he can finish this thing and I think it'll probably take a three and two finish to get them in then they're Gardner Minshew starting a playoff game. It's really cool. Home playoff game. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't think you can have. You can't argue that like, oh, they had Minshew in their back pocket before they even drafted Richardson. They could have been fully prepared to have Minshew or Steichen could have to be their starter. Yet then say it's magical what Steichen is doing and he should be coach of the year. I go D'Amico because of how rough it had been going in in Houston for true. so long. Sure. And granted, seven quarterbacks in seven years is rough too for the Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> I guess you could make that argument both ways. What's the state of the Eagles after their frustrating loss last week? Ryan Leaf is going to be in the studio momentarily. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. 
Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even posted to my my game. (laughs) Hey, guys. LeVar Arrington here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before or check out the fully redesigned tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a toyota truck you buy toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit Visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Good morning, football! Back on Good Morning Football, we have one of our favorite guests in the studio, former number two overall pick, our guy, Ryan Lee. What up, Dave? Yeah, How we doing, man? Good morning. Good morning. morning. A little, little day early stuff. I'm headed to right. uh, Pittsburgh after this. Got okay. uh, Pat's uh, Steelers tomorrow night. Okay. Should be a thriller. Yeah. Thriller. Yeah. Well, I actually cool. think this can be a pretty good game because I think oh. probably you eliminate some things and all of a sudden competitiveness becomes closer, sure. maybe. Yes. Yeah. Well, right. before we get to that one, let's start off and let's talk about this Philadelphia Eagles team. They have to turn the page Sunday night heading to Dallas. What do you make of this game? Well, we knew that this uh, run of games in their schedule was going to be – if somebody said to you when it was all all said and done, they were, you know, four and one during this five-game run. You go, oh, my God, wonderful job. You know, so this game is glaring because it's the 49ers at home, but they just came off big wins at the Chiefs, home against the Bills. You were bound to maybe lose a game, maybe not in that fashion, and people are starting to point a microscope on certain things on the football field. I'm not too uh, nervous about it. I will say this, if they go down to Dallas and get beat, and then uh, coming off two losses at the travel to the 12s, and get beat on the road because that conceivably can happen to anybody in sure. Seattle. Yeah. Then, then they're sitting at ten and four, and that means they both most likely don't win the East. And that means that the five seed they probably go beat 
I don't know whoever's in the NFC South situation, but then they're going to have to go to Dallas or San Francisco to get back to the NFC title game, and that doesn't bode well for them. They need to be in Philly. They need to be in Philly. So these games are incredibly important. I think maybe an introspective look of what went down last week is going to help them, motivate them. But don't forget, they went down and got beat by this Cowboys team a year ago without Jalen Hurts uh, with Gardner Minshew. So we'll see how it plays out. Two very important games for the Eagles here in the next couple weeks. Bengals quarterback Jake Browning, wheelhouse for you. Mm-hmm. Pac-12 guy, quarterback, mm-hmm. likable. I know you, you like him. I know you're protective of him. Yeah. What do you make of him and the Bengals moving forward? You know, I'm not, I don't know if I'm necessarily protective of him in general. I'm just I'm protective of players. Sure. Like, I advocate for players simply because I know how difficult it is. And also, I play golf with him every summer. I get to spend three or four days with him. I've seen how much hard work he's been putting into it over the last few years. His own money into Jordan Palmer, into getting better as a quarterback. And now, sitting behind Joe Burrow, the accomplishments he's got, he got the opportunity with with Joe going down, unfortunately, for Cincinnati. But, I mean, he has done exactly what he's intended to do. And then what we saw play out on Monday night was was so special, so special for him, uh, his family, and everything like that. And I've been been big, you know. Uh, you got We were just talking about ESPN before this. You got people on that network who are analysts who are just like, just like the poo-poo on everything. He played half a half a game, and uh, they're calling him a glorified punter. And and I wasn't I wasn't putting up with it, right? I was just like, hey, you know, you don't have to be passive aggressive about something. You can be an analyst and critique why this is the case. But if you're willing to do that after just a half, so I, you know, I had some receipts on Monday night, and I let them know. I mean, like, you should ask the panel on NFL Live how they trotted a punter out there and beat the eight and three Jags on Monday night. You know, talk your stuff. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'm advocating for my players like anybody would. I want to see success. I know how hard it is, and I couldn't, I couldn't have a game like that. And he's not an NFL caliber starter? Nah, that sure. ain't true. All right, let's go to the number two overall pick of a couple years draft ago. That's Zach Wilson. You know the controversy is going on now. Whether or not he said, I don't want to go in or not go in, we'll find out. We'll also find out, maybe as this show is re-airing, whether or not he's starting on Sunday. If you had Zach Wilson here at the table and you had 30 seconds to talk to him, what would be your advice? Another former number two overall pick. I, you know, like I've always told him, is control what you can control. You can control your attitude and your work ethic. And I think he's had good of both of those this year. The New York Jets are just and have simply been a dumpster fire for as long as we can remember. I mean, it's systemic, mm-hmm. all right? And if that's the problem, what's the common denominator in all of this? Not the coaches, not the quarterbacks. It's Woody and this Jets organization, plain and simple. So you're watching how it all plays out. Boyle was the starting quarterback and now is released. When well, what are you doing? Mm. You know, this is not going to change. Like, Aaron Rodgers is not going to change this next year. Nathaniel Hackett, if he's back, it's over. Stop placing this on Zach Wilson. Could he have been better? Could he have played better? Was he supposed to play this year? No. But, I mean, you can't just keep throwing it and using him as a whipping boy through this whole process. I, I don't like it, and it's the Jets' problem. If I was Zach, too, I'd probably say, hey, you know, mm. I don't need to go back out there and get beat up for You're nothing. under contract. You are under contract. You're 23 years old, and every other team is watching that. And I will say this, too, because I know it goes away really quickly. What? The game. Yeah. Play as much as you can. <laughs> because the, play as much as you can. Because guess what? You could have a game in a couple weeks where you throw for you know 303 touchdowns. Yeah, five years to your career. And that and maybe not maybe not in five years to your maybe it's just that that ball sitting on your on your uh, sure. fireplace and your kiddo gets to look at it you know down the down the line. That's those are special moments too. Let's go to the opposite end of the spectrum from the Jets to we had some fun on Monday morning where we all ranked our top four teams in the NFL right yeah. now. You have uh, a gifted whiteboard in front of you. Mm. You have 
have taken the time and covered up your answers. What is your ranking of the top four in the NFL right now, a la the college football playoff stuff? Well, first off, Florida State should be in the top four. Go on. All right, plain and simple. Right. So Mike Norvell has done a tremendous – I don't know if there's any other coach in the country who has done what he's done. You think Texas State. should be out? Uh, no, Alabama should Alabama. be out. Alabama. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's, it's, the SEC. Yeah, well, it's the SEC. All right, <laughs> All right. NFL playoff, everybody. Is that <laughs> yeah, a little bit. We have oh, look at uh, right here with the 49ers at one, the Ravens at two, the Eagles at three, the Cowboys at four, and on the outside looking in at five and six are the Chiefs and the Dolphins. Hmm. The preseason hype was all AFC. Yeah. And the regular season reality is the NFC, folks. Mm. Been pretty special. I don't have a lot of confidence in it's the Chiefs. Yeah. So it's the Chiefs. Yeah. I'm just going to say that right now. I don't care what anybody else says. They got beat by the Bills in Cincinnati, and then you get to the playoffs. They do what they do. Uh -huh. All right. So I have them right on the outside looking in. We'll see what the Cowboys are able to do in these big moments. They have the Lions and, of course, the Eagles coming up. I love the Ravens. I like them going into the uh, beginning of the season. I had them as a 12-5 and team getting to the AFC Championship. So it's looking really, really good for this football team. They have to go to Jacksonville yeah. a couple weeks. They got Trevor Lawrence, whether he'll be healthy or not. I'm calling that game for Westwood One, so I'm excited nice. to be down there. That may be for the number one overall seed in the AFC. Yeah. But the 49ers, plain and simple, what they did on Sunday was showcase that three-week span. The injuries were mm -hmm. uh, significant, and Brock Purdy wasn't the guy that he has been. He had a, a, a bit of a head issue after that Minnesota game, and it clearly was the case. They're, they're firing on all cylinders right now, and they are better than anybody at running in space and breaking tackles. Mm -hmm. And unless you're able to tackle in space, which is one of the hardest things to do in the NFL because of the lack of practice time doing it, that's a problem for everybody, not just the NFC. Mm. Ryan, you're the best. Nails you guys really are the best. It doesn't matter. You always stick the landing. We appreciate it, and it's good to get your ranking right in order. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.